that she does for sure. She I, does. I, I don't, I mean, it's this, it's this kid, man. She's Wouldn't like, that be great? Dude, man, I, I'm telling you. The best thing, the best thing that happens is when we go out and, and, and fans will come up to me and she'll be standing next to me and be like, hey, you gotta have a boy. You and D gotta have a boy, man. You got somebody carry on the tradition, the legacy. She's like, oh, I got this. It is with a heavy heart that I uh, record the last and final episode of the Creative Ass Adults podcast. Yeah, this is, is going to be a tough one. Um... I had a whole list of topics that I've been kind of holding on to for probably about a week. Um, kind of had this overwhelming feeling that I didn't want to miss anything for the last episode. Uh, I said on the previous podcast, I got a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of stuff going on, and I just want to really hone in and, and focus on giving those projects my full attention, um, and then also just taking a break to come back with new ideas for the podcast, and I... I just kept feeling like I gotta wait, you know, I'm gonna miss something and, and I wanna make sure that I don't miss anything before the last episode and I mean there's no other way to put it. It fucking sucks that this is uh what it seems like I was waiting on now. Um This is with the heaviest of hearts that I say R. I. P. Kobe Bryant. told myself if I uh, if I cried during this pod, I'd just keep going. So bear with me. <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I had a list of a bunch of other topics, and yeah, they all kind of seem pointless now. Uh, you know, my uh, relationship with Kobe Bryant as a fan, <laughs> I wasn't a fan, <laughs> um, goes all the way back to literally my childhood, me being a kid, me being eight, nine, ten years old, and uh, watching basketball with my dad. My dad was a huge Los Angeles Lakers fan, huge. I mean, probably more so than any other team in any other sport. I mean, anybody who's ever heard me talk about my dad, they know that one of the main things I talk about is his love for the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, you couldn't tell him shit about Magic Johnson. Like, that was the best player. He wasn't trying to hear nothing about Michael Jordan. He wasn't trying to hear nothing about anybody but Magic. No other team but the Lakers. <laughs> Until this kid named Kobe Bryant got it rocking. And and then the argument turned into Magic's better than, than Mike to, you know, you know, you really got to start giving it to Kobe because that... that 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 young that youngster right there, he he the truth. He might be better than Mike. Like this is a direct quote, <laughs> you know. It, yeah, man. My my love for the Boston Celtics comes from just wanting to root for somebody that my dad didn't, so we would root against each other and have a reason to watch the game together, and just to piss him off really more than anything. And my 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 grandpa was a Celtics fan, and but. Our love for basketball, especially growing up, really rotated on that rivalry. So just as much as I was a Celtics fan and watched all their games, I'm going to watch any basketball game that's on, period. But I watched every Lakers game, even if when I was young it was to watch him lose or root for him, root against him. He still didn't do a whole lot of losing. Like, 
I just remember watching games with my dad. I remember specifically right now I'm wearing my, my AI step over Tyron Lou shirt. And I remember where I was watching that game. I remember being in my, my, my dad's friend's garage with my dad and his friend and his friend's wife and their kid. And we're all watching the NBA finals and I'm, I'm screaming at my dad, you know, AI is going to get one. AI is going to get one. The Lakers are going to win. I know they're going to win, but watch AI is going to get him one, man. And just so many memories connected to that man, connected to his legacy, connected to his passion and his drive to be the best at everything he did. I mean, sad, man. Sad, sad day. I don't think there's anybody in the world who hasn't heard now about the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and seven other passengers and pilot on the helicopter that crashed in Calabasas, California yesterday. Uh, I mean, I was cleaning my kitchen and just got back from the grocery store, just doing everyday normal life shit. And my uh, my homegirl, my director, my friend, hit me up and just said, man, this Kobe news is crazy. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And literally right above the notification that came in where I saw she said that, says ESPN notification to come in maybe three minutes before that said 41-year-old Kobe Bryant, NBA and Lakers legend dies in helicopter crash. And I just remember, I just started beating on my door. I just started smacking the wall and screaming, no. No, 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 fuck. This, no, this can't be. This can't be. Not Kobe. No way. LeBron just passed his record last night. He's eligible for the Hall of Fame this year. Couldn't wait to hear Kobe's Hall of Fame speech. You know that shit was going to be legendary. Everything he did was legendary. Just started screaming, man. Just started screaming. And then I text my friends who are both really big Lakers fans, really big Kobe fans. Text them both, just respect. Closest living thing we ever saw to Mike. Shed real tears, still shedding real tears. Like it's like it's set in at this point, but it still doesn't feel real. It's probably the most surreal feeling I've had after somebody passed since Nip died. I was shocked when Nipsey died. How I mean, he's a huge fan. Don't get it twisted, but I was—I mean, a huge fan. But I was a little—I was a little surprised at how rocked I was when Nipsey passed away. But when Kobe died, it was immediate. Like, oh my, like it was immediate. And then, ten minutes later, reading the articles and the news is trickling in piece by piece, and I'm just like, well, he's on the way to a bas- hes on the way to his kid's basketball game. Was he meeting them there? They said there's other people on the helicopter. They don't mean the. They said there's no survivors. That. They're not saying the kid died too, are they? And then literally as I'm thinking this and I refresh the news story on my phone on, on ESPN.com, I, it's, the, head, the headline literally refreshed and changed from Bryant, Kobe Bryant dies at 41 in a helicopter crash to Kobe Bryant, comma, daughter, die in a helicopter crash. And I was like, oh, man. Because when I first heard about Kobe dying, the first person I thought of was Gigi. I was just like, Man, for for a little girl to lose her daddy, period. It's just, it's 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 
it's earth shattering. It's life changing. It's gut wrenching. And for her, I was just thinking, man, she idolizes her father. They both play basketball. Like that's not just you know the way people look up to their dads when you got a great relationship with your dad. He's already a Hercules to you, but when he's also literally Hercules to millions of other people, he really is Hercules to you. You've seen this man do things that other people have never done before, could only dream to do, push himself and test himself and reimagine himself in ways that other people could only dream of, and he's your dad. So the first thing I thought was about her and his other daughters and his wife, and then to see that refresh and see that headline change, I, I cried, started crying even harder. I was just like, man, so somebody's children and wife lost a father and a dad. I mean, I'm sorry, a father and a husband all in the same instant. I had just, I was a wreck yesterday, man. I've been crying on and off of today still. It's just, it's, it just doesn't seem fair, man. I, I, I told Shout out to everybody who reached out to me. I mean, people I haven't talked to in a while reached out to me after reading the news. Some people I haven't talked to in, actually, I want to say years, maybe even, reached out to me. And, you know, a lot of people have hit me up thinking I was a Lakers fan and thinking I was a Kobe fan growing up. And I'm like, nah, man, I hated the guy growing up. He he literally shot, he made shots that I would tell my dad it looks like he sold his soul to the devil to make. In any argument I ever ever, 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 ever had about Kobe Bryant, I never took any respect away from him. I had to give the man his respect because just, I mean, wow, you know, this the idea of, of Mamba mentality and now it's something that everybody knows of and it's almost like a household phrase, like it's beyond sports at this point, but watching him curate what became the term Mamba mentality from his early years in the his career to his ups and downs with Shaq, his ups and downs with Phil Jackson, to me arguing with people that he's never going to be better than Mike, he'll never get more rings than Mike, to acquiescing as an adult now that people argue MJ or LeBron, and I'm like, man, y'all crazy. Kobe is the next best thing, the closest thing we've ever seen to Michael Jordan. You know, when I was younger, it used to bother me that he literally chewed his gum like Mike. He shot like the fadeaway like Mike. He wore his wristband on the same elbow as Mike, his sweatband. He wore the knee brace the same way Mike did. He, he. I mean, if you've seen the, 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 the little highlight videos people have put together of literally one starting the move and the other one finishing it. One goes up for the dunk and the other hits the reverse. One goes up for the fadeaway and the other one swishes it. And it's like they were literal clones. Like he literally cloned himself after the greatest chasing greatness. And it used to piss me off when I was a kid because I was like, why won't he just say he's trying to be like Mike? Why won't he just say it? And then, you know, as he got older, it was, it, he just, he had to admit it and started to talk about it the same way that I had to admit, yeah, man, there's never been anybody close to Mike except for Kobe Bryant. Like, the same assassin on the court, the same drive on and off the court, the same competitiveness, the same the same just like fire just it seemed relentlessly burning like I'm constantly at this like millions of hip-hop references millions of other sports now seeing how he had an effect on them now it's just I mean it was a mentality like 
I'm trying to be like Kobe. I'm trying to Kobe this shit. I'm trying to Kobe this project. I'm trying to Kobe this situation. I'm trying to look at it from every angles, attack it, rise above, persevere, fight through. I mean, the man tore his Achilles and then shot his free throws afterwards. I just... And then to see him transform his career, I mean... I mean, I, I remember where I was when the rape allegation came through, and I know people don't want to talk about it right now, and it's it's not something I'm going to delve into, but what I will say about it is this. Even in my height of not of being a, a, the opposite of a Kobe fan, at the most peak, just I couldn't stand him. Never believed he did it. And that's, you know, neither here nor there, but I don't know. I just always had that feeling. I never believed he did it. It was like the same reasons I hate you, the reasons I are reasons to respect you. And you just don't seem to be of that ilk. You seem to be above that shit. Now I thought he cheated, but then I watched a guy I thought cheated on his wife turn into this doting husband and this loving father and, and family man. Like I started to like Kobe Bryant, the dad and coach and husband. I became a fan of that guy. Like, literally. I started watching everything his name was attached to and reading everything his name was attached to. I mean, one of the first slam magazines I ever bought with my own money was Kobe Bryant on the cover. And I didn't like him at the time. But I wanted to read the article. I wanted to see what he had to say. It's the slam, uh, black. it's the black and yellow issue of, of slam. It's classic. If you Google Kobe Bryant on slam and I say black and yellow issue, it's going to be the first one that pops up. Uh, if I look it up now on my phone, I want to say it was right around the time he got the nickname Mamba. And I want to say that's what's on the cover of it. And it's like, I want to say like the, the graphics or the writing, the, the font is almost like snake-like. Uh, let me see. I'm going to look it up right now. Slam Kobe Bryant covers. Bingo. It was like one of the first ones that popped up. Oh, I forgot about that issue. Jeez, I forgot about the issue with everybody on the cover from the, I mean, that draft class. Just think about that draft class. Oh, just my God alive. The black, yeah, the yellow and black one. There it is. It's the one on him on the cover with all, with the three ring, with the three uh, chips. And there was an Allison, I think, I, I want to say there was an Allen Iverson poster inside that one that I wound up putting up inside my locker. But I want to say my brother might have stole that, 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 that magazine. Because back then, that was my thing. Like, that was before Instagram and any of that was the thing. Like, I had a wild collection of Slam and Sports Illustrated, and and that was one of them. It was I, probably the only magazine I owned with Kobe Bryant on the cover, and I bought it with my own money because I wanted to see what he had to say. Because even then, I knew the things he had to say were poignant and necessary and well thought out. I mean, we're talking about a guy that spoke like eight languages. <laughs> like he would speak to his teammates from other nations in their native tongue. And this is all the way up until this season when he was sitting behind Luka Doncic at a game and he's talk, he's, he starts talking to Luka and Luka turns around and says, I, I heard somebody speaking my language. And I looked over and it was Kobe and he was talking to me. And we had a little quick conversation in, in, in my language. And I was like, what are you doing speaking my language? It, I mean, it hurts, man. It hurts. It, I am hurt. That shit hurts, man. It hurts. 
to watch him just really morph his career and and I mean the the the, the different things I could list from his career that just amazed me from baseline three pointers shots behind the backboard baseline runs to the middle of reverse dunk to chase down blocks in a game where you're up by 17 to drop an 81 and a comeback to I mean how happy I was when the Celtics beat him in 08. Impossible is everything. Like, what? Impossible is nothing. Impossible is not. What? To argue with my best friend about them in the car ride on the way back from uh, a slam in Houston. Me and Brent are arguing about the Lakers and the Celtics. Like, we'd still argue about the Lakers and the Celtics to this day. I mean... I'm hurting, man. I got people I know are hurting. This shit hurts. I mean, it can't compare. Again, my mind constantly keeps running back to his family. What they've lost. She's going to... She's she's going to have to push on for her daughters, her remaining daughters. It's just crazy, man. It's not like he found out. We found out he got sick or something. It's just a freak accident. You just wake up and... Somebody who's been such a huge part of your life, such a huge part of your, so many lessons, so just doesn't doesn't seem fair, doesn't seem real. It's just it fucking sucks, man. It really fucking sucks. And to see what he was doing, the proponent he was being for women's sports, I mean, with the huge historic deal, they just. Reevaluated their season. It's going to be longer now. The WNBA is going to have more televised games now. They're adding new types of tournaments and different types of ways to bring fans and funds into the league. And he was a huge supporter. I mean, one of the last photos taken of him is him shaking hands with LeBron courtside. He's got a WNBA hoodie on, sitting next to his daughter Gigi, taking in a game, man, teaching her some more shit about the sport that they both loved, that they were going to have as a bond to grow together for the rest of their lives. I mean, Kobe was young, 41. That's 10 years older than me. That's nothing. It's just, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to see how he embodied so many things that are necessary for greatness. I mean, I used, like I said, I used to get mad about him copying Mike until I got older and realized, hey, man, if somebody creates a blueprint, like, I know this now, you know, as an adult. If somebody creates a blueprint and lays it out in front of you of how to be successful, why go and reinvent the wheel? He was molding himself after Mike because Mike was the best. So, of course, you come into a league of cocky kids saying, I'm not going to be Michael Jordan. I'm going to be the first. I'm not going to be the next Michael Jordan. I'm going to be the first Kobe Bryant. But you still, he's a student in everything he did. Everything I've ever read, everything I've read since he passed away, everything I've ever read about him, period, is he was a student. He was a student of basketball, a student of that game. He was a student of the writing game, best-selling book. He was a student of the produ- the produ- producing, production game. He opened a, a movie studio. He put out a short. He has his own show called Detail where he analyzes basketball. Like, this man took on everything that he took on with the intention to be great. And I've read that he reached out to all types of broadcasters and interviewers 
all types of actors and directors, all types of writers like J.K. Rowling, because um, he put out a, a children's book that became a bestseller. Like when he wanted to be great, he reached out and followed and studied greatness. And as an adult, you don't think that's being a copycat. You know, that's just fucking smart. Like as a kid, I thought he was copying somebody as an adult. I know he was studying. He was learning and passing those lessons on to other kids, the other kids all around the world to other people through his example to other players downright actually working with these players and teaching them what he knows and that from everything I've read ever is really a huge part of his legacy not just mamba mentality and focusing on greatness but passing that greatness on like direct quote I've read from an article today is he's like a lot of people want to take that stuff with them that those keys to success that they've learned he's like man I like passing it on I don't like doing self-serving interviews I like doing interviews that I feel like once I read this I feel like it's going to inspire the next person to be great at whatever it is they do because seeing people be great at what they do makes me happy I mean to see him go from what may have been a selfish guy because I've, I've told people before I think it takes a little bit of selfishness in the beginning to, to chase greatness because you got to have a little bit of a certain type of confidence to even think that you can't be great right so that's kind of cocky in itself some people don't even have that confidence in themselves so when you exude it it only makes them think that you're trying to show off and maybe you are when you're younger but as you get older that maturity melds and mixes with that confidence and it turns into a relentless pursuit and that's what Kobe embodied from basketball to, I mean, now I'm watching this dude step into a realm. Like, I, I love basketball. I grew up playing basketball. I, I grew up loving playing basketball. I grew up an athlete. And even in loving basketball, I don't think I ever had the moment that I, you know, you you play like something in your brain, you're dreaming or wishing or hoping, or whatever you want to call it, praying. And you see yourself, you know, I don't know, when you're a kid, you see yourself celebrating an NCAA tournament, you know, winning the final four or winning the, you know, the, the NCAA title with the college of your dreams or, 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 you know, five, four, three, two, one, hitting the buzzer beater and winning the championship, you know, the NBA finals, WNBA finals. Like, I, I mean, I did that on the court and I played that and any kid who ever played basketball did a five, four, three, two, one, you know, of course you practice it. But my dream was always, if I ever like was having a fake acceptance speech in the mirror when I was a kid, it was a Grammy or an Oscar. I wanted to act. I wanted to sing. I wanted to rap. I wanted to make music. I wanted to be. A cre- I wanted to create. I'm a creative. It took me a while to you know realize that that's you know sixty forty to your love for sports. But to see him take on this and see that he had that creativeness, that creativity, that creative drive in him as well, and to see how he excelled and this man won an Oscar (laughs) because he passionately told a story about the thing he's loved longer than anything basketball and just for the project I'm working on now that's that's the mentality Mamba mentality is what I'm taking into it relentlessly going to pursue making this the best thing I've ever done the next thing the best thing I've ever done after that just there's certain people who who inspire you, you know, to a point where they feel like family. Even if they feel like that cousin that you couldn't stand and argued with all the time, but you still loved. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, man. Like I said, people hit me up thinking I was a Kobe fan because of the amount of respect that I had for that man. People thought I was a Lakers fan. I had to remind them, no, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a Celtics fan, actually. My phone, the phone screen right now is the only, <laughs> the only existing picture of Kobe Bryant in Boston Celtics gear. It's, he's got to be, what, 17, 18 in the picture? He's clearly a kid. It's from before he gets into the league. And it was when he had a workout with the Boston Celtics. And it's the background on my laptop, my phone, my iPad, everything now. It's just the same way Nipsey is a constant reminder to me. And I have my tag from my marathon shirt taped on my mirror in my bathroom. That's what Kobe's going to be for me now, man. Mama mentality all the way out for the rest of, of, for the rest of this. <laughs> to the wheels fall off, man. It hurts. Hurts real bad. I talked to my brother last night. I had family, friends, and friends, family, and ex all type of people reached out to me and just knowing, man, I was fucked up yesterday, man. It, I've already kind of been in a funk. I've already kind of been sad lately. I've already kind of just been in a weird place emotionally, creatively, just trying to know that it just means what I'm, the work is important and trying to stay present and not let too much time pass before I, you know, keep mashing the gas on what I'm trying to do. But I have been in a kind of funk lately that has really extended all the way back to kind of before Christmas time and just it's part of why I got off Instagram and, and I've been on it lately just kind of reading articles and, and looking at tributes and stuff to Kobe and even then I have to I'm glad it's not on my phone anymore because I don't carry my iPad with me everywhere. So it's kind of hard to get to my iPad. I left it in my backpack, which I left in my car uh, intentionally. And our security surveilled. And we have security guards in our in our, um, <clears throat> in our our garage for our office building at work. So I was, you know, I felt that it would be safe. And, uh, yeah, I just left it. I was like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't keep looking at this shit, like, when Nipsey passed away, that shit was hard to really just wake up every day and just, like, look at my phone. Like, because Twitter, Facebook, fucking everything was just Nipsey, 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 and I would just bust into tears, like, any point in time. And then now, even with Instagram off my phone, because Kobe was such a... It's just his, his greatness and his reach extended so far beyond sports, especially now that even with Instagram off my phone, like I said, the notification I saw that said he passed away was from the ESPN app. Like, you never think that one's going to make you cry. <laughs> like, and then the NBA app rolled in, and then Bleacher Report rolled in, and then you know, larger no, no, no publications that aren't just known for sports specifically started to roll in. New York Times app, that notification comes in. Apple News app, that notification comes in. It's just... It's real sad, man, and it's, I'm going to really try to shake this funk and use it as motivation and use it as a tool and use it as inspiration. And uh, like I said, I had a whole list of other stuff I wanted to talk about, some silly stuff, all types of shit that I had a whole list for. And then, like I said, I had that feeling that I was just waiting for something. I was like, man, don't do the pilot yet. Don't do the last episode yet. You're, you're going to miss something. You're going to miss something. And fuck. I sure wish this was something that I could miss. I sure wish this was something that I 
I didn't have to know was a reality. So, uh, it is with a heavy heart that I do do this last episode of the season. Um, stay tuned and, uh, yeah, follow Creative Ass Adults, C-R-E-8-8-T-I-V-E, Ass Adults, on Instagram. Keep an eye out on, uh, my Instagram when I decide to pop back out and, uh, keep an eye on, uh, on all the platforms that Creative Ass Adults is attached to. Definitely we'll be announcing whenever we'll come back, but for the last episode, I just wanted to get on here, pay my respects to Kobe Bean Bryant, uh, my favorite person to, to root against. Um, one of my favorite players ever. I think that's probably the first time I've ever said that out of my mouth, and it's real. We're gonna miss you, Kobe. You know, it's uh, I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. Man, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And uh, you know, to be standing here at center court with you guys, my teammates behind me, and uh, appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. And uh, I think the most important part is that we all stayed together throughout. You know, I grew up, I grew up a diehard, I mean a diehard Laker fan. Diehard. I mean, I knew, knew everything about every player that's ever played here. So, to be drafted and then traded to this organization and to spend 20 years here, I mean, you can't, you can't write something better than this. And I'm more proud, I'm more proud of the fact that not about the championships, but about the down years. Because we didn't run. We didn't run. We played through all that stuff. And we got our championships, and we did it the right way. And uh, all I can do here is just thank you guys. Thank you guys for all the years of support. Thank you guys for all the motivation. Thank you for all the inspiration. And, uh, you know, what's funny, <laughs> The thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball, and on the last night, they're like, don't pass it. <laughs> this, has been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart, and uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys, and... Uh, Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.